As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Hello, bitch. I'm a goddamn tablecloth. Welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Friday, February 3rd, 2023. Happy Michael Jordan Day to everyone. 2-3-2-3. This is The Drop. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory. And alongside me, as always, Tass Mellis. Podcast listeners, this is for you. Next to Tassie, it's the bearded woman, Top Shot Hot Boy, Trey Kirby. Ayo! Ayo! And last but not least, over yonder, making the magic happen, super producer, JD. Hello. There he is. Here we are. Shout out to the stream team joining us live on YouTube. Probably caught a few of you by surprise starting on time here today. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Woo-hoo! Uh, make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Comment away. Share the show. Get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. Send in your questions and comments to nodunks at theathletic.com. Hit us up on Twitter at nodunksinc. Hit us up on TikTok at nodunksinc. We just hit a million likes in mere months of being on TikTok. Well, I mean, I guess we were there, but we weren't really doing anything. And now the content's flying. We stepped up our game. A million There's likes. no doubt about it. Yeah, thanks to everybody for liking our stuff on TikTok. Uh, two weeks from today, we're live in Salt Lake City. I can't believe it. Two weeks, 14 days. Tickets are still available. Use that link in the show notes. Friday, February 17th at the Urban Lounge. And I have been told there are a few VIP meet and greet tickets still available so if you would like to get one of those what that does is it gets you uh an hour pregame show really i mean hang out with us before the live show gets your preferred seating so if you want to do that uh get a vip ticket oh hey i pitched the no dunk store <laughs> i pitched the salt lake city live show these two things mm, merging merging look at this little alpha here guys for everybody joining us on youtube oh it's coming real soon the No Dunks jazz jersey. Ooh, yeah. Oh, the Michael Jordan number on a jazz jersey. <laughs> TK, you did it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> this will be going on sale uh, in our No Dunks store next Friday. Okay? Just want to get you hyped for that. Feb 12. That's nice. You haven't even seen it. I, Take a look I at it. it. Feel it. it. Smell it. Put it it's on. Heavy. It's too heavy. 
It's a heavy test. How am I going to dunk? Sell it about, man. It's cold oh in Salt Lake City. It's a real oh jersey. God. That's why. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, very, very nice. Than our previous High quality. Jerseys. Yeah, we did that for Cleveland. Uh, that was a big hit. Doing it for Utah here. Heft to it. I like yeah. And um, there's only going to be 100 of these. So once this goes up for sale, we'll let you know next Friday. Act quickly. Because uh, they, uh, I believe we flew through those last year. Yes. The, the yes, jerseys. indeed. I think this is better than last year's. I just like the color palette, the style, a little bit better than the old Cavs. Hey, you could disagree. I know you've rocked that before at pickups. The Cavs, I do, the love, Cavs it. One, I do yeah. love the Cavs one. But yeah. I've always said uh, these are incredible jerseys, these Utah Jazz jerseys. But the worst part of it is it says Jazz on the front. We fixed it for you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> now it's a great jersey. Yeah, no dunks. Uh, okay. On today's uh, Drop Podcast. We're going to touch on a few of last night's games. You know Dylan Brooks is going to warrant <laughs> at least a mention in the worst of the week. You bet. Uh, nominees. He's probably already wrapped that up. Uh, Trey has a new batch of five-star Friday reviews. Got a good crew? <laughs> Got a good crew. Good. Nice crop here. I'll say it's all, like, friendship-themed. All right. Which mm. was a surprise to me when I was uh, pulling them. I was okay. like, man... <laughs> A lot of friendship out here. Okay, great. A lot of friendship. <laughs> uh, and friendship we will end uh, this drop podcast with a little rapid fire fun, some uh, hilarious questions and answers. But first, the coaches have had their say. All right? We have our 2023 NBA All-Star Reserves. Let's start in the West. <laughs> Just keep you on your toes. <laughs> I feel like we usually start with the East, but not today. Western Conference, All-Star Reserves. Uh, the athletic helping us out with this board here. So in order, guards to then the forward center spots. It's Damian Lillard. It's Paul George. Mm, is he a guard? He might be a forward. Uh, John Morant, Shea Gildas Alexander, Lowry Markinen, Demontis Sabonis, and Jaron Jackson Jr. So there are the seven All Star Reserves tasks. And all anybody wants to talk about is who's the biggest snub. But yeah, your Western Conference snubs, your reaction to the coaches' selections, anything you want to tackle here. Well, yeah, you got to talk about the snubs first. I think De'Aaron Fox got snubbed just because of the way the ballot is proposed to the coaches. I think that's a part of it because they get the ballot. They have to take two guards and three forwards to start. So the two guards they look at, it's got to be John Shea. Yes. It's gotta be. Now, they go through the forward spots and then they get to the wild cards and they decide on that. And so obviously Darren Fox can make it as a wild card, but uh, the forward spot was easier to sneak in. And I think that's why Jaron Jackson Jr. is there and he snuck in there. And that's why the Grizzlies only the only team in the Western Conference to have two all-stars. Uh, and then they got to the, the wild card spot where Sabonis took some votes from Fox, I believe. And, you know, they, they, they just dabble and, and take a guy from each team. Paul George, oh, yeah, he's good. Damian Lillard, oh, yeah, he's good. Mm -hmm. And that's how those they decide on the last two wild card spots. So it's a numbers game. I don't like saying that. Uh, Sabonis <laughs> took some votes, I'm sure, from De'Aaron Fox as well. Uh, we'll take one king, and that's it. So just drop this ballot. Just get the 24 best players out there. Do you want to I expand think... it? There's a lot of talk about that. Yeah, people going into the I mean, numbers. we do this every all-star season but the idea people, of like the snubs i'm like why don't we expand it why is it just 12 all-stars why isn't it 15 i mean we hear this every year yeah it's we've been new, we've been doing this for a long time but yeah. i think this year it's taken it to another level the conversation has gone to another level about how many spots there should be yeah there's be a lot of talent in the league a lot of talent in the league yeah. we've had 24 spots for a long time the league has expanded since right. then right why the heck not <laughs> i mean really 27 or 28 guys are going to get in yep. in the end. Oh, when you guys get are injured. Yeah, I mean, is Zion playing in this game? Probably not, right? 
Uh, not likely. I don't think so. I mean, yeah. Booker's uh, not a lock. Durant's not a lock. Booker didn't make it. Uh, no, not Booker. Yeah, but KD, Jeez, sorry, KD said sorry, he Booker. wanted to play, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, he said he wanted to yeah. play, but no movement yeah. on that. So, that's uh, there's two spots, it seems like, up for grab. Right. I, grabs i guess uh luca had his weird fall last night so maybe a third though i assume he'll be back yeah in time uh but yeah it does even though the the rosters have stayed the same size since there were 12 teams in the league it does always get to like 26 or something like that <laughs> yeah. and honestly snubs are good for all-star chatter i think because it makes you focus on the guys who didn't make the team which then you know just shines a light on a player like De'Aaron Fox or Anthony Edwards, who could have made this, certainly, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe will next season. But people always say, if you're going to talk about snubs, who are you taking off? Yeah. And you know it's Paul George. <laughs> the only case this guy has is his resume, yeah. his numbers, and his team winning. <laughs> other than that, though. Yeah. Other than that, how are you putting Paul George on this team? I kid. He's a great choice here uh, as well. And clearly... Um, it seems like the coaches were valuing games and minutes played. No Anthony Davis, no Devin Booker. Right. I mean, those guys are two of the top 12 players in the Western Conference. No doubt about it. Booker, not healthy yet. AD, he's playing. He had a nice contribution to the game last night, but he's happy to be going on vacation with his wife. So he, no sweat off his back. But uh, I don't know. There's just a lot of all-stars out there. Yeah, the only thing I'll push back on that, you're right. Like, they obviously, the coaches, for the most part, were like, okay, you got to be playing right now or you've had to have played this many games. But then there is this weird thing with Jaron Jackson Jr. having not played a whole lot more than a guy like AD. Games, yes, but he fouls out sometimes. He doesn't play as many minutes as AD. So it's, like, very, very similar when you get into the minutes. I know that's getting into the minutiae here. He kind of got a go-bear nod here, I think. Defense. defense. Yeah, Rudy Gobert made many all-star games because he was the best defender in the league and likely a defensive player of the year at the end of the season. I think Jaron Jackson Jr. is getting the same. One team, or there's one player on each team who gets in for defense. And I think that's fair. One of 12. That's all we need. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, the, and the ballot uh, helped him out as well because there weren't three enormous locks at the forward spot right. when, when, when coaches looked at it. And yeah, they, they definitely have... Jaron Jackson Jr. on their mind when they go play the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. More so than Aaron Gordon, who missed out as uh, as the number one seed, a t- guy on the number one seed. I, I think that was part of it. You know, the, yeah, it's, it's hard to get into the mind of 30 NBA coaches to try and figure out what they're doing. That's why I think they should live stream it. Live stream, everybody looking through their ballot and figuring <laughs> it out. But, but it, it sure feels like to me. I, even I forget that it's two guards, three forwards, and, and two wild cards. And so they filled out those two guards in the Western Conference very simply, very easily. And then Lillard Josh being a, the third one done for a wild card automatically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it's, oh, yeah, Paul George is winning. Resume, standings, fairly good. Yeah. Done. Yeah. <laughs> it's some, yeah, these guys probably go uh, and do it fairly quickly. And so, yeah, it, it hurts uh, Fox and Edwards' chances um, in this instance. That's for sure. Look, and we've heard for years now that the coaches don't give a shit about this either, honestly. Which is a little worrisome when you think about how important we at least attach all-star appearances to a player's legacy. And then also there's money involved in this too, in terms of guys hitting bonuses and making it. Like, You would hope they would take it, some more than others, a little more seriously. Because we hear like, yeah, they just hand it to an assistant. They say, I'm, I'm trying to win games. I don't care about an exhibition game and who makes it. And so they pass it off. We never find out their votes. There is that too. We don't even know if they even all hand in their votes. Let's be honest. We don't know there's 30 actual ballots coming into the league. No clue. 
We could have five coaches in each conference. Like, I'm not, they just don't do it. I don't know if the NBA pushes back on that. You gotta do it. You gotta fill it out. Can't vote for your own guy. That is one of the rules we know. But yeah, yeah. I would well, like to see it at least released. Even if we don't find out, like, okay, uh, this co- uh, Michael Malone's ballot, here it is. We don't have to get into that detail, but it'd be nice to see where all the votes went. How did did Fox just miss out? Did Aunt Edwards just miss out? That'd be more more content for us. Yeah, or if an assistant filled it out for him. <laughs> sure. Well, let's say fingerprint my, their ballots. Yeah. Fingerprint, facial recognition. Get facial recognition <laughs> oh, on, James on their Dolan's computers. Like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scan their face. Check their IP address. Make sure no one else is in their office when they do it. But. It does factor into money. DeMontis Sabonis yeah. made a $1.3 million bonus for his all-star selection, according to Bobby Marks of ESPN. Now, it's not the same sort of money as all-NBA when that happens. When those are voted for, if you make an all-NBA team, quite often you can – you know, it's the whole Derrick Rose rule. You can make a higher amount on your extension. Mm-hmm. But 1.3 is a decent amount. So you guys, as the Kings lovers, are you okay with Sabonis – Getting the All Star nod over Fox. If you had to pick one, I think both should be. I mean, to me, pick one. to me, De'Aaron Fox is the biggest snub in the Western Conference. Um, and and if you're gonna play the game and you say a snub, you gotta take somebody off. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly probably taking off Paul George and Jaron Jackson Jr. and and leaning towards De'Aaron Fox, who's very deserving with his team being the third seed. Uh, and him like being so clutch and just being so important to that team, just as much as Sabonis, in my opinion. And then hey lean into the young rising star of an Anthony Edwards or something like that. I think he's the only guy on a like uh, a top six team that doesn't have an all-star rep, the Minnesota Timberwolves. I believe that's true. So I would go those two. Those two would come off, PG and Jaron Jackson Jr. But you guys are right. <laughs> Hopefully they both make it there in the end because of injury replacements. But yeah, Fox is deserving. Oh, yeah, I know. I, mean, I was trying to put you in a corner to say pick one between Sabonis and Fox. Sabonis, oh. Sabonis for me. Easy choice. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, no, okay. He was on my team. I will even have to, if you have a gun to my head, you've got to pick one king for the Western Conference Reserves. I'm going to take Sabonis, and you make a great point, because of there's there's just way more talent at the guard position in the West, too. There are three guys there's that no even doubt. I have to have above Fox and Shea, um, John. John Morant, and then Damian Lillard. So he does go to fourth, but there's a spot for him on my team. Uh, let's move to the East. DeMar DeRozan's there. Uh, again, listed as a guard in some of the things I'm seeing. That guy hasn't played a, a minute at the guard position since, like, 2018-19, but who cares? He's on the team. Jalen Brown, he's a guard, I guess. Drew Holiday. Tyrese Halliburton. And then your bigs. Bam Adebayo. Joel Embiid. And Julius Randle. TK, let's start with you. Uh, Eastern Conference snubs and reaction. Uh, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised to see DeRozan yeah. made the team. Even I didn't make a case. Didn't have him on my team because the Bulls are pretty mid. Mm-hmm. But I think kind of indisputable that DeRozan has been one of the top 12 guys in the East. 26 per game, 15th in the league in scoring, 51% from the field, tied with De'Aaron Fox for clutch points per game, top 10 in fourth quarter scoring. He deserves it. It was between basically him, Trey Young, Jalen Brunson, and Pascal Siakam, I think. Getting into that last slot is kind of what it feels like to me. And I guess DeRozan is, yeah, I, don't, I don't know, the most liked of those guys. I don't know. Siakam is up there. Brunson is up there. But a younger guy and Trey Young, his rep is just very down yep. uh, right now. Uh, but the biggest surprise of all to me is Drew Holiday making the team. It felt like his candidacy had kind of fallen away in the past couple of weeks. He's missed 11 games. He's only played 100 minutes more than James Harden this season which is surprising. Yeah. Yeah, However, 
However, I think that with the voting period, he had those back-to-back games where he had 35 and 37 yep. and drugged the butt. Dragged? Drug? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he dragged the Bucks to a couple of wins right in the middle of January. Very Jimmy Butler-esque. I think Giannis was missing time even at the point, mm-hmm. and they yeah, needed Drew to like put the team on his back, and he certainly did it. So I was just surprised to see that he made the team. Not necessarily that he doesn't deserve it, but it felt like there were others ahead of him at this point. Totally agree. The, the Drew Holiday inclusion... As much as coaches want him on their team for a playoff series and all that, he just hasn't been even league average in terms of true shooting percentage, and that's that's important. It is important to to be an all star, to be one of the twelve best, to be sort of below league average at shooting the ball, uh, and that, and that's why Trey Young shouldn't be on this team either, mm-hmm. despite his counting stats. To me, DeRozan. His inclusion, which I had him on my team, he's been extremely good. He, it's a bit of the Paul George situation in the Western Conference. He's got the rep. Yeah. Been there, done that, so good, and so he's on there. But The difference is the Bulls have a worse record. That's, yeah, Just that's like the, the Raptors and Siakam missing out, then Paul George in the Clips. Yeah, the, in, the, in the East, it's... It's easier to get in. <laughs> there's, there's, you, you, you just have to make your decision as to what your criteria is because, as Trey said... He really makes it over Siakam, another bad team. Uh, Jimmy, missed time, would be a second all-star on that team because Bam had to make it. And your Trey Young, who's inefficient. Jalen Brunson. The Jalen Brunson won the second guy on that team because Randall's there. Every team has a hole. uh, You have a reason to really keep somebody off in the Eastern Conference. So what's your criteria? And that's why DeRozan, (laughs) I think, is had a great year, efficient, and has the rep. And you slipped it in there. A big part of this? Well liked. Coaches love DeMar DeRozan and they love Drew Holiday. Yeah. Well, let me put it this way. They like those guys a lot more than they like your Trey Youngs and your James Hardens of the world. That's a big, big part of this. That's fine, it's their vote. Uh I have a couple other notes here. Four players that were traded for each other this past year, all named to the All Star game, which we thought was gonna happen, but pretty wild. Lowry Markinen and Donovan Mitchell in that trade, and then Tyrese Halliburton and Sabonis uh, in that trade, obviously, uh, last year. That's just nuts. And they played a night, Sabonis and Halliburton. Oh, there you go. Uh, Drew Holiday, you know, as a surprise All-Star, I think a lot of uh, people were caught off guard by that one. Yeah. But he did make his All-Star uh, game his second one a decade apart. Remember I was bringing this up a couple months ago because I was like, there was a, like a little buzz for Brooke Lopez possibly being a second buck. This was months ago now to maybe make that team. And he hadn't made it uh, in a long, long time, 10 years ago. Well, Drew Holiday sets a record, I believe, <laughs> being a guy to make it 10 years ago his first one and then 10 years later his second. So that is nuts. And it does appear when you look at both of these teams that the coaches did sort of have some sort of like cutoff of like games played. Like, now they they tweaked it a little bit, but it was like sort of 35 games, it felt like. Even though Jimmy Butler did play more than that, um, so he misses it with like 37, 38. But the no AD, the no Kawhi, the no Harden even is still a little under that. No Booker, of course, under 30. So I guess they do believe availability is a great ability <laughs> in the NBA, yeah. which is fair. And I mean, I I generally think you should have some sort of cutoff, but that's that's sort of where they drew the line. But then it gets a little murky with your Jaron Jackson Juniors and some other ones. And, and you mentioned Devin Booker, and I, I misspoke. I slipped in and said he made the team, I guess because I figured you know, he is one of the best 12 players in the Western Conference. Yeah. But just to bring him up again, because Booker, Edwards, and Fox 
all took votes away from each other. I, I assume yeah, with with these so. yeah. with these guards that you know, again you can find a reason not to put them on, but there's just too many Western Conference guards, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Paul George is a guard. What? Uh, it, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know they slipped him in there at the at the guard spot. Yeah, so that's a tough spot. It's a tough spot for the Fox. Couldn't find the Fox hole to get in, I guess. Uh, <laughs> who do you take off? Yeah, I understand you take off Paul George. He hasn't been as spectacular as De'Aaron Fox. Mm-hmm. The market hurts De'Aaron Fox as well. I think that's a, a tiny part of it. I think there's more buzz for the Kings than there is for the Clippers this season. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the second one. Being the second it's the guy, second on guy that it's team. a second. This hap- that happens to Brunson here, probably Jimmy. Yeah. You had to. It feels like. I mean, the Grizzlies get two. <laughs> they're they're not on a great stretch right now, but they're they're near the top of the Western Conference standings. You know, Nuggets fans are very pissed, and they believe like should Aaron Gordon have gotten more consideration? I mean, hell, maybe even Jamal Murray at this point, uh, the heater he's on. But they only have one there in Jokic. Um, in fact, has anybody ever joined Jokic on an All Star team? No, not yet. Not yet. Uh, but anyway, there's a lot of snubs. Look, I'm happy Anthony Davis isn't there as a second Laker because he could have snuck in. Mm-hmm. But. It wouldn't have made sense. But, even but, even, but, even but, his but, numbers are on, amazing. Hold on, but like, Anthony Davis is better than Jaron Jackson Jr. You agree with that? Yeah. Yes. But he, has, yes. he hasn't played. He's played just as much as him. No, last <laughs> like, uh, last week when they made the their vote. This is the weird part. Well, I mean, you can sit like, When look. they made their votes, he came back after yeah, he made yeah. their votes. So You do forget that they didn't make their vote live last night. Maybe that's the way to go. Live. <laughs> yeah, right? They're, just get all 30 coaches on a Zoom call and have Ernie ask them for their votes right then and there. <laughs> that wouldn't be confusing. Uh, I'd say, Jaron Jackson Jr., what's the gap there? Six, uh, six well, games? Min- Davis has played 20 more minutes. So it's like... Yeah, he doesn't play a lot of minutes. Jaron Jackson, no. he's played six more games, yeah, yeah, which yeah, is something. Jaron Jackson Jr., what he's doing in those minutes. Very <laughs> impressive. Leading the league in blocks in merely 27 minutes per game. Well, look, let's get uh, books, man. Let's get true sicko style here and name an entire third all-star team with just the snubs. Let's go. Okay? Let's go. This is my all-snub all-star team. I got your starters and I got your reserves, oh and then I got snubs on snubs. Oh, my goodness. Your guards, Jalen Brunson and De'Aaron Fox. I'm going to show a little love to the East, a little love to the West when it comes to starting. Forwards, I'm going Jimmy Butler and Pascal Siakam. Center, Anthony Davis. Brunson, Fox, Butler, Siakam, Davis. Damn good team. All right. Oh, old school with a center position. That's right. Uh, your reserves, I am uh, doing it coach's reserve style. Two guards, three forwards, <laughs> two wild cards. Okay. Uh, my guards, James Harden and Anthony Edwards. Forwards... Aaron Gordon, Kawhi Leonard. I forgot to say that um, in this exercise, get out of here, games played. Have you played a game? Are you good? You're in. Uh, One game only. AG, Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Kuzma. All right? Yeah, guys, got, it's starting to get a little tough to find a, a third forward on the all-snub, all-star team. But anyway, Kuzma's in there. And then wild cards, that leaves two spots for honestly a lot of guys. I'm going to go Devin Booker. Because I just said, like, it doesn't matter if you haven't hit 30 games in, in this little exercise here. A groin strain has kept him out for a long time. He hasn't played since, like, Christmas, right? But there's no denying when he was playing and the numbers he was putting up and the team winning, like, the impact he was having. So Booker as my one wild card. And then, ooh, that last spot. It'll have people debating on other podcasts about my all-snub, all-star team. <laughs> I'm going to go Trey Young. 
I know it's not uh, a favorite pick for some people. They don't like him. But his numbers are amazing. They really are. And yeah, he's having a down year efficiency-wise. But the Hawks are also not bad. But They're it came, 500. It came down to Trey Young. It came down to uh, Darius Garland. It came down to Zach Levine. Even DeJounte Murray. And then Brooke Lopez and CJ McCollum. What about a Paolo Boncaro? Yeah, sure. That's a nice snub. A nice snub <laughs> to a snub. Did you say Jamal Murray? No, I didn't. Thank you. Mm. No, yeah, he would be included in that. I don't think he'd make my team, but he'd be included in that. I went with Aaron Gordon instead. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna have three Nuggets on my three All Star teams. Are you nuts? All right, so that's the uh, all uh, what do I call it All Snub All Star team. That'd be fun. Like imagine they see what should happen is they should like crash the All Star game, NWO style. And just come in, start fighting everybody. <laughs> Would the All Stars play harder if they had to play an All Snubs team? The snubs would the play. snubs would play hard. The snubs would play hard. <laughs> they would prove no. something. They wouldn't show up, but they would play hard if they showed up. <laughs> All right, who did I miss from uh, my All Snub All Star team? Well, I think your biggest snub is having De- uh, Devin Booker so low on the team. Oh, yeah. If you don't care about games played, that guy should be starting for the snubs. Okay, <laughs> he was an MVP candidate. Okay, you're right. So I should have him starting over probably Brunson. Yes. Okay, Booker Fox. Brunson gets moved to the reserves. Will there be injury replacements on my <laughs> all-snub, all-star team? Uh, so hold on, just to go back to it. Trey, do you want to expand the rosters? Would you like to see it go to 15, or are you are you fine with the debates that we have with 12? Uh, hearing your third team, I'm happy with 12. That's how I feel about yep. it. It's better to talk about snubs who are legit snubs than talking about should this third guy on a team have made it an all-star team. Yeah. I think it is yeah. much better how it is now. Um, but it is kind of a bummer that they haven't expanded it just because uh, the owners in the league don't want to have to pay up. And that's mm, why it is, mm. because this does tie into money stuff, right? Like, if you're making all-star teams, even if you're the 13th guy, that counts for your contract incentives, yep. and they're cheaping out, baby. Yeah, the one thing it does do, just making it a more of an exclusive club, it makes those conversations about the Hall of Fame resumes a little bit more substantial, a little more credibility to that all-star appearance, mm-hmm. right? Because you're among 24 of the 400 best players in the world yeah, yeah. rather than 30. I guess that really doesn't matter, but it like it matters to some degree. And then it gives it a little more juice after looking back and looking at all the all-star appearances of, of guys in the past. I like it. It keeps the, you know, the old stats the same as well, you know. <laughs> this ain't the three-ball, three-point, the three-point contest where you add a new rack that's got 60,000 points Mountain Dew Don't forget the Dew spot which is now the what is it Starry Starry. spot Starry spot Starry zone what was it called You called it Oh it was the Dew zone Yeah And it's now the Starry spot Yeah yeah. You could have had had Sierra Mist on that spot Well Sierra Mist is now Starry right Yeah they sunsetted Sierra Mist They sunsetted Starry range Starry Starry range range. is what it's it's called (laughs) It's worth three points if you make it in Starry range Each round is worth a total of 40 points now no, I thought that was the case. Is that what it was last yeah, year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I believe so. Okay. Sunset at Sierra Mist, and then the stars came out. <laughs> stars come out of Have you seen Star- it? Have you seen how it looks? It yeah. looks like, I mean, a, it looks like a washing it? detergent <laughs> to me. It's almost too. A lemon-scented detergent? It. Yeah, it really, yeah. doesn't seem like a soda. I, no. I agree. No. Um, all right. The snubs. Let's hear your biggest snub when it comes to uh, either of the conferences. I will say, like, these All-Star Reserve announcements... Both guys who made it and then, of course, all the guys who missed out. It does reinforce just, like, 
how talent-packed the NBA is right now. There have been years we are not going this deep into all-star snubs, where it does feel like four, five, six guys have like legitimate cases. So that's good. It's better to have these arguments. That means your league is loaded with talent. It also means, a big part of it, um, the parity, or like all these teams bunched up and not a ton of games separating a lot of them, where it's like, oh, geez, well, it's not like they're like 10 games clear of everybody. They got to have three all-stars, which we've seen before, and it's fine. That's just so so jumbled. So I don't know. I love this. Let's take a break. When we come back, worst of the week, nominees, watch your dicks. <laughs> Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. All right, still here in the Classic Factory. There are over a thousand legends watching this live stream right now, but just over a hundred likes. The math doesn't make sense. Take a second, just hit the dumb little thumbs up button. Again, it does nothing except make us feel good. So please hit that like button and subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Okay, let's get to Worst of the Week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Worst of the Week. Four nominees. Yeah. The first one, an angry Canadian. I thought you were, you know, sort of uh, veering into the realm of an angry Dylan Brooks there for a second there, yelling about the thumbs. You're going to punch me right in the thumb? I'll punch you right in the thumb. (laughs) (laughs) My dick dick looks like a thumb? (laughs) Got a nail on top. <laughs> oh, you might want to get that looked at. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Getting punched in the thumb sounds painful. Oh, actually. yeah. Give me a little. Give me a, a here. <laughs> I was thinking more table, table uh, thumb. Oh, smash Ooh, thumb. like a hammer, yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> that was dumb. Nah. It's a pleasure. Pain is pleasure. All right. Uh, that's what Dylan Brooks says. Because he hit Donovan Mitchell right in the groin. Thursday night. TNT. We got a great game. Grizzlies, Cavs. Dylan Brooks takes it to the rack, falls down, and then, you know, in sort of a uh, pretend rolling over with his <laughs> arms straight up as he hit the floor on the layup attempt, he hit Donovan Mitchell directly in the groin on purpose. Now, Mitchell ended up with the ball after Brooks shot. And uh, as soon as he got hit in the groin, he fell down and threw the ball right at Dylan Brooks. Uh, He got up, threw Brooks to the floor. An assistant coach for the Grizzlies came jumping in and grabbed Dylan Brooks. They tumbled to the ground. Uh, It was pretty funny. But obviously, yeah, obviously Dylan Brooks hit Mitchell on purpose, no matter how how you slice it, whatever you think. Obviously, he hit him there. Dylan Brooks, a pest. Ah, pest, earning the first (laughs) nomination. What did you guys think when you first saw this? Well, I would like to honestly slip in a little worst of the week love to Reggie Miller on the call on this one because it took him about 20 replays to uh, (laughs) figure out that Dylan Brooks purposely swiped at Donovan Mitchell's groin area there. 
I mean, he was like, he wasn't convinced Reggie wasn't for a while. Um, But uh, yeah, this is, this is Dylan Brooks. I've said it a million times on this podcast, the uh, least Canadian of all time, Dylan Brooks. It just doesn't compute. Um, But he's a, He's a dick, and he's hitting guys in the dick. <laughs> That's all I got to say about it. I mean, I honestly don't really Good think... Good take. In a weird way, I don't think Donovan Mitchell should have been tossed. No. I mean, yeah, I, I get I why, the, the ball, throwing the ball, the ball, and then, the, and then the getting shove. into it, but I think he could have got a... Um, a tech. Yeah, a tech, and then Dylan Brooks should have been tossed, but that's my take. You should be allowed to throw a ball at a guy <laughs> if they hit you in the nuts. <laughs> That's my take. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, Dylan Brooks, hopefully he gets suspended for four to five games. Just because Whoa, he's, wow. he's been a part of two bad looks right now for the NBA recently. With the Shannon Sharp thing, which I'm now completely changing my mind. I don't think <laughs> Dylan Brooks would have a chance against Shannon Sharp. He got tossed by Donovan Mitchell and then tackled by an assistant coach. That's two strikes against him. And then this, hitting a guy in the nuts on a national TV game. They got to do something about it. Exactly like Donovan Mitchell said. It's like, it's not just me. Everybody has a problem with Dylan yeah, Brooks. Yeah. Once a ball puncher, always a ball puncher. Get him out of here. Yeah. Um, I will say, I mean, I critiqued Reggie and him sort of like taking a long time to maybe figure out that Brooks did this purposely. Um, Harlan was amazing, though. <laughs> Dropping a boink on one of the replays <laughs> where Brooks hits him boink. in the nuts. Boink! He dropped a boink. And he also, when it first went down, hold on, hold on, hold on! Harlan was on it. So... Best of the week to Harlan, worst of the week to Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks, yeah. He he got up into Donovan Mitchell's face, and as you said, Trey, he got thrown. He wasn't really looking a scrap. It was the whole, he played the whole, I'm innocent yeah, card. Yeah, that's like, what I, he does. Yeah. Like, I didn't do that on purpose, yeah. so he wasn't there to scrap. He was just there to say, what? And what? it's even so, like such so a, I, it's like, you can even, he can make the case even like, what? I'm just rolling over. I'm yeah. just trying to get up. It I don't know pretend. you're there. I'm not trying to hit you in the dick. Like, he can, he, whatever, I don't know if he has said that. I'm not sure he even talked to the media after the game. But well, the, yeah, he, they, he, they didn't want to talk about it. He agreed okay. with the flagrant two call. Um, and then John Morant says, we don't have beef with anybody. I thought this team wanted all the smoke. Yeah. Is this a yeah. different Grizzlies team we're oh, watching? Oh, oh, they got oh. beef with a lot of teams. And you got to hit him with a suspension that's somewhat substantial, as you said, Trey. Wow, you think he's? I, I mean, he won't. He but won't. he won't because he won't. Because but they, they should. They should, and not just because of reputation, but it's clear what he's doing. And you just know he'll do it again. That's the point. No, oh, yeah, yeah. You're 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 in, you're not discouraging anything with a one or two game suspension, which is what he'll he'll get a one, I assume. Hmm. I actually you gotta even, hit him with almost, a, a, a multiple that's higher than three. I would say, you know, something like you said four. I, I think that's that's reasonable. I actually didn't even consider him getting a suspension here. So, but maybe you guys are right. I just liked last night the discourse on Twitter was like uh, most hateable guys in the league. <laughs> you know, so Dylan Brooks on that list, Patrick Beverly. You know, hated guys, irritable guys. You know, maybe if they're on your team, you love them. But if you're playing against them, you absolutely hate them. You know, Grayson Allen, Draymond Green even still to some extent. Um, I just thought that was fun. <laughs> Everyone building their most hateable guys in the league starting five. Yeah, the Draymond Green punch to LeBron's testicles came up. Yeah. Uh, very much so. Just get away from the Hibberts uh, and you won't be hated. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just don't like that. Pretend I'm not punching you, you in the nuts. If you're going to do it. Do it. Stand up. Get ready for it. I don't know why you would punch Donovan Mitchell. I mean, it was just—it was just a real cheap move. Anyways, worst of the week takes you through the range of emotions. Angry at Dylan Brooks. Here's a shocked one at James Harden. 
Have you seen this before? James Harden sitting on his bench during a game. A ball comes oh, yeah. directly in front of him in play. In play. It's in the corner. It's in play. Live. And he just jumps off the bench and gets involved in the play and basically creates a steal. The most defense James Harden has ever played. <laughs> anyway, technical was assessed after yeah. he stole the ball as the sixth man on the floor. Well, uh, no, no. Didn't they have – weren't they – didn't they only have four guys yeah. on the floor? So oh. then that's why he popped up off the bench. So he's like, you're supposed to be on. He's why like, is that a technical, though? Uh, well, sub. you probably you have, have you can't to do, do it sub. during live action. I, I didn't guess. realize. Why not? Oh, I mean, Alvarado hides on the baseline. Well, he's not, but he's inbound. It doesn't matter, though. Well, it does matter. Of course it matters. You can, That's go, why out he's called you can go out of bounds and come back in bounds. That's fair. I didn't realize he was the he was. So you're saying six. why? Yeah, you're saying man. why can't Alvarado, in theory, go hide behind a cheerleader in the in the front row? And then come on, is what you're um, saying. Well, the difference I'm is... Most, no, I'm talking good. about Harden. Um, and I'm saying this should not be a technical for having too few guys on the court and coming back on the court. That doesn't make sense to me. You don't get a penalty in the NFL if you have 10 men on the field. Mm-hmm. You get it if you have 12. Mm-hmm. You get a technical if you have six players on the court because that's too many. It's an advantage for the offense if you're playing five on four. So I don't... like. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Is it possible Harden was still out of bounds when he made contact there with Tyrese Maxey and sort of yeah, triggered tough, the steal? It's tough to see. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the reason why. I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> if he it, he kind of has to be like <laughs> he got, I guess the 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 rule book will no, say he was in. subbed out of the game. I, I think he he left the game and didn't you know was was oh, subbed out by the point. NBA That's referee. A... You're on the bench and then he's in play all of a sudden. Like Jose Alvarado going and sneaking you know, wherever he sneaks, he's legally one of the five yeah, members. Yeah. Legally. But wasn't he's Harden tech- legally one of the five Well, guys? that's the thing. Maybe not. I think he got maybe subbed not. out. Well, then, well, If he's on the bench you like that. He should be allowed to play with four players is what I'm saying. Well, thank you for correcting me because I didn't realize after yeah. you know, I, 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 that was the Saturday game between the Sixers and Jokic, a great game. It surprised everybody uh, because even Ryan Rucco, great play-by-play man, had to see it on replay to understand what the heck just yeah. happened because yeah. a dude doesn't usually come <laughs> off the bench uh, to play basketball. But that was pretty fun. All right. Yeah. Let's go to uh, another one, another emotion. We're going to laugh at Dayron Sharp. Uh, the Nets mm-hmm. big man just simply fell asleep playing mm-hmm. basketball. Nets visiting the Celtics and inbound play. The Celtics... Pass the ball to the weak side corner shooter. Sharp is guarding the corner shooter on on the weak side. And this is, like, he is technically awake because if you watch him, he's looking at what's happening near the three-point line, near the top of the arc. It's like, you know, you fall asleep at work, but you fall asleep not paying attention to your job. Like, you're an Amazon picker. You're looking at the other person picking on the line, but you just forget about your line. So, literally. Daydreaming. Yeah, daydreaming sharp. Uh, no, Dayron Sharp. Dayron Dreamin'. Dayron Dreamin'. I do go. love how he's like, even when Al Horford is catching the ball and shooting it, he's like yeah. pointing it out like, yeah, we got to be ready. Yeah. <laughs> Watch for the cutters. Watch for the cutters. Yeah, he, 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 he's like, I'm locked in. I like I'm he, too new He here. doesn't appear yeah. all that mad after either. He's like, ah, oh, damn. Like, oh, oh, nice, nice. All nice. right. Good luck. Good play. <laughs> maybe he's playing the percentages. Maybe he's like Al Horford. Giving Harden, or giving Horford that quarter yeah, three. Maybe. Maybe he thought someone was going to jump off the bench and play defense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like Harden oh, did. got that guy. Yeah. All right. Final one here. Now it's time to get a little perplexed. Uh, the National Basketball Referees Association is our fourth worst of the week nominee. We talked about it on Monday mm-hmm. because after Saturday with the Lakers visiting 
in Boston, the national TV game, tie game, LeBron goes to the rim, gets yanked by Jason Tatum, but it's not called a foul. The National Basketball Referees Association put out a tweet apologizing. Here's the tweet. Like everyone else, referees make mistakes. We made one at the end of last night's game, and that is gut-wrenching for us. This play will weigh heavily and cause sleepless nights as we strive to be the best referees we can be. (sighs) You don't issue a tweet if you're the National Basketball (laughs) Referees Association. Obviously, people upset that they issued a tweet after LeBron James was affected. I understand that. I'm more upset by the... The lack of impartiality, it seems like. The objectivity. You don't have to feel emotional. You missed a call. (laughs) Done and done. And it feels like objectivity, which is what referees are supposed to be, gets thrown out the window when you bring emotions into it. And really what you've done is now just have... Anytime there's a controversial play at the end (laughs) of a game, you have NBA players. Forget NBA fans. You know, we're crazies. NBA players taking to Twitter... Larry Larry Nance did it last night. That was yep. funny. This play will weigh heavily and cause sleepless nights. I heard Tyrese Halliburton say the exact same thing in the Lakers' crazy ending. So th- this is what they've done. To th- they've done it to themselves. So yeah. the sleepless nights comment. Sleepless nights. <laughs> Great line. Yeah. That was Monty McCutcheon who wrote that, I think. <laughs> you think he sleeps in the bow tie? <laughs> well, he's got night tie. <laughs> of course. Yeah, you're right. Basketball players are getting better at Twitter, though. You, you mentioned there Larry Nance just jumping in. I, I would uh, Josh Hart. Uh, yeah, yeah, also yeah. jumped in yesterday and said, uh, congrats to fake all-star Tyrese Halliburton because that's oh, what yeah. that's what Wally Zerbiak, <laughs> a one-time all-star, did we consider him oh. for the Hall of Fame? No. Uh, but he called Tyrese Halliburton yep. a fake all-star. Yeah. NBA players getting better at Twitter. So uh, Twitter, sometimes fun, sometimes not, sometimes just chaos. So this is Dylan Brooks running away with Worst of the Week here. I, he, he slipped in at the last second, but... He, he slipped in. Got it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The worst. Somebody was holding the worst of the week trophy, and he just came in and punched him directly in the testicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "James Harden, that's mine. Dayron Sharp, that's mine. Referees, Monty McCutcheon, that's mine. Give it to me." Unfortunate. Uh, let's see. Let's see what the uh, the front office does. I'm googling right now because I want to see a suspension handed down. <laughs> it needs to be done. Donovan Mitchell calls for NBA to take action. That's the latest headline okay, I'm okay. seeing. That's 11 hours ago. Hasn't happened. Do it. Keep your eye on it. Uh, last night's games, just slip in a couple. Okay, we had Giannis going for 54 as the Bucks came back from 21 to beat the Clippers. Uh, RJ Barrett scored 30, helped the Knicks hold off the Heat 106-104. I hope you saw the ending of this game. The Knicks nearly had an epic meltdown. Yeah. Uh, and then LeBron, he closes in on the scoring record, right? He's getting, uh, what, 63 points away from Kareem's uh, all-time record there, points scored. As the Lakers rallied past the Pacers, that game was pretty pretty crazy, the ending to that as well. Any thoughts on uh, any or all of those games? I want Trey to take it away because I know uh, we both want to read Giannis's quote. Oh, you want to talk about Culver's? Yeah. <laughs> and you sure. have you have more experience with Culver's than I do. Yeah, Culver's is pretty good. Giannis said, tomorrow I think I'm going to Culver's. I'll go eat, get 50 cheeseburgers and try to eat as many as I can. The rest I'll have my son eat them or give them to my dog. Because he ate 50 nuggets. He or he ordered fi- 50 nuggets. He ate 50 nuggets. After dropping 50 in the NBA Finals. Yes. 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 Chick-fil-A so, nugs. Um, Chick-fil-A. Honestly. Small nugs, if we're being honest. Good ones, though. They're very yeah, you good. Can do 50 but of that. Yeah, they're not 50 that big. burgers. That's Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's a tough right. call. That's a tough call there. 50 um, sliders. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
But I actually just, I kind of felt bad for Zubats in this game because Giannis was incredible. And I felt like Zubats was playing pretty solid defense. <laughs> he was there with like every single challenge. There was a tip dunk Giannis had where like Zubats boxed out. He skies up for the rebound, but then Giannis just like, oops, sorry, a little taller, a <laughs> little more athletic. Zubats was in the right spots, but Giannis was Giannis. I turned off this game at the end of the third quarter. I was like, no way. Pfft. Giannis is the only guy out there scoring. Yeah. That was enough, though. Yeah. 54 points. Incredible stuff. Three 50-point games in the last month for Giannis, and he's on the fringes of MVP candidacy yeah. right now. It, it is wild uh, looking at that box score, watching what happened in this game, because I thought Zubats, as you said, Pretty good matchup for Giannis, guarding him uh, to start the game. Giannis started slow, wasn't going into the lane, Mm -hmm. but then they sent Zubats to the bench, and then all hell broke loose because you just gave Giannis a bit of an opening Mm. to to, to feel it out. The Clippers aren't playing a backup big. They played Robert Covington. He's not a backup big against Giannis Tetacumpo, so he got his flow, and and what a pleasure to play with Giannis Tetacumpo because even if he has a bad first quarter like he did, he's just going to keep going. Yeah. And Relentless. Yeah, he just he gets his team going. So they had no one to guard him. Zubats ended up fouling out because Giannis ended up rolling. And as you said, 20 of his 54 in the fourth quarter, and you look up and down, okay, who else contributed on this team? Chris Middleton is starting to get his flow off the bench, but wild stuff from the bench. Like Javon Carter was a plus 23 because he played with Giannis Tetacumpo. He scored zero <laughs> points. It, 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 it's... Drew Holiday woke up in the end. He started, I think, 0 for 8 uh, and then woke up at the end. But Giannis just just willed this team to another victory. Uh, as for that Lakers game, I thought AD was a monster down the stretch. He hit the uh, basically the game winner, that fadeaway jumper with like 30 seconds ago. And then he had a huge block on Hallie Burton. Why did, Why did I say his name like I that? I, I, it's because I wrote Hallie. I just wrote a short version in my notes. Hallie Berry. Hallie Burton. Hallie with Burton. Halliburton. Hallie Berry. <laughs> uh, huge block. And uh, he was like, I don't know if it was because of the all-star snub or he was even pumped that he's get to, he gets to go on vacation during the break with his kids and his wife. But like, AD was showing emotion. Did you see him like screaming at the crowd? Like he was... Fire up. Up. You do not see that from him all that often. Uh, Pacers also, they put a lot of pressure on the, uh, excuse me, the Lakers put a lot of pressure on the Pacers. They shot 16 free throws in the final quarter. Pacers shot zero. Rick Carlisle was not happy with that. Uh, but, you know, you had LeBron and AD going in there. It was a fun game. Really, really entertaining ending. Uh, and AD was pretty clutch. LeBron, 63 points away. It's looking very, very likely it's going to happen on that uh, Thursday night game next week. Against the Bucks. I, I mean, so. I, guess, I guess he could do it before. Yeah. He could do it before. Could happen on Tuesday night against the Thunder, which is on national television too, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's that. happening Tuesday or Thursday next week. They play what? The Pelicans on Saturday, Pel- I think, mm-hmm. is, yeah. uh, is the next game. Somebody asked LeBron, you got a 63-point game and you had to break this record? He's like, yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I do. <laughs> Pretty good luck. Okay. Uh, and any thoughts on the, on the crazy Knicks ending against the Heat? Slipping and sliding, uh, nearly coughing that one up, or any of the other games. <coughs> Jesus, Jesus, oh, Jesus uh, Murphy. Uh, uh, well, I uh, just I will say, uh, Norm, just and cough at the same time. Too much throat going on. <laughs> Too much throat going on. Please delete that, JD. <laughs> I, I can't believe I said that out loud. <laughs> uh, what were you gonna say? You need a, uh, 
Halle Berry cough candy. Berry cough candy. And <laughs> oh my boo. God. Anyway, uh, I would just say Clipper, the Clippers' Norm Powell, I think, is sort of – I know I'm jumping over back to the uh, Clippers, but he's sort of being overlooked as the lead six-man-of-the-year candidate. I think it's his. Oh, Powell. Right, yeah. right now, yeah. yeah he's balling. Uh, yeah. Oh, he is – you know, a slightly back of Ben Matherin in terms of points per game off the bench, 17.3 compared to Matherin's 18. But his percentages yeah. are ridiculous. 50% from the floor and 44% from three. <laughs> uh, even that uh, surprised me because he's just he's been doing it the last few weeks where he is on fire. Uh, he has yeah. just perfected that role. He wanted to be a starter with the Raps. Uh, and, he, you know, he kind of went in between starter, backup, starter, backup, starter, backup, got traded uh, for Gary Trent after being a big part of that championship run. Now, you know, I joked about trading him for Gary Trent again. Would you do it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Do it again. I, I like think it might that. make everybody happy. But uh, also just from, from that game quickly, I love the Bucks purple uniforms. So do I. Love it. I, th- they, they I love stand it. I, you out. know what I wish they did, though? I wish when they wore those purples – that they did something with the court a little bit. Give me a little purple yeah, in that yeah, all that green. Yeah, yeah. Just make the even make your logo even. Just just make it purple. It look cool. I love a matching court. Yeah. Um, to an alternate uniform. I think the Bucks do have like they have a blue court, right? Yeah. That matches their blue uniforms. Yeah. They just didn't want to go too hard on yeah. <laughs> the hardwood. <laughs> this is gonna sound too, really stupid as soon as I say it out loud, but I was thinking. This exact thought, watching that game, going, ooh, I love those purples. Ooh, I wish there was some purple on the floor. Ooh, they already have a lot of courts. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of work. Do you think we're going to see floors that will be exactly the feeling of hardwood, so it won't change there, but that will be um, the ability to change, like, because it's obviously uh, digital, that you can, like, change it quarter by quarter, game by game easily, whatever you want to put there. Do you think we'll ever see that in our lifetime? <laughs> so on television, it's digital. You're saying? Yeah, it's like well, it's di- it's digital to everybody, and oh, okay. it just has the feel though of a hardwood floor. Because sure, they'll they, try it. I mean, why not? Type cool. It, type shit. it in. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe if you're at home, you want to change the color of the the floor, and you can change it. Wow. On your I thought TV. about that, but uh, I was thinking more like they have the ability to change it. Yeah. So it's like I guess my point is they have one floor, but you can make it a million different. Variations, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like we've seen some cool floor stuff, right? Like uh, the Kawhi shot thing, where like you could see his little footsteps go into the corner. Yeah, uh, I remember like some MLK Day games. They did like cool tributes to MLK here in Atlanta, where the floor is like using all the 3D lights and cameras yeah, and stuff. That's yeah, how they would have to do it because I don't like the idea of going to a game, being there, and the floor is plain, so that you can. Then no, but I'm saying it. But I'm saying it. It's it's lighting up. It's lighting up. It's lighting up in the arena. Well, I like that. I that's like where, that. that's where I'm going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if the, I wonder if it would bother the players' eyes. Yeah, you're talking like a disco floor where the, literally the yeah. wood changes color. Yes, that's exactly. What I'm and talking you can about. put the whatever. You can put whatever you want. You can change color. whatever you want. Yeah. That, hmm. I just the players. It. Oh, it's gonna bother the players' eyes. Oh, what? What do you mean? I don't know if it bothered them. But anyway. it would be just like what you're talking about. It's just a different court. You would just set the court and leave it for that just to match the jerseys yeah. or whatever he just thinks there'd be a too much ref- reflection or whatever yeah, but, uh, yeah, hey, we're like sorry thinkers. sorry we're thinkers it's here. cool it's Tra- cool Tess, it's like a, it's like a kindle like a paper kindle you know what i mean it looks like paper right but it's right. wood that's right yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to be. Okay. There's, there's somebody, be somebody's building it right now. Yeah, lighting is everything. Somebody's You're right. Building it. Yeah. Uh, one, we are thinkers. We also think about the referees. And I just wanted to point this out because we've been talking a lot about the referees mm-hmm. and about humanizing the referees. They're people too. Mm. Unfortunately, sometimes they get humanized a little too much by the National Basketball Referees Association. But Stan Van Gundy brought this up that he was on a plane with Josh Tiffin, <laughs> the crew chief for the game. Okay, and, where is and, this going? And, well, no, he, he, he brought up and he said that uh, he, he, Josh Tim was talking about his kids and how his kids watched the game and Stan Van just brought it up that how does a brought up the idea that a kid watching his his or her parent be a referee in the league and how their emotions and listen we all we were, we've been talking about these odd NBA referee trivia games that we've had mm-hmm. um, so I just wanted to humanize the refs a little bit uh, more they're people too yeah yeah I mean they're psychos they're weirdos why would you ever want to be an NBA ref <laughs> why what what you what you're power hungry? There's something going on. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get to uh, five I star hope, Friday. I hope, Sadie, I hope Sadie and Shay, I believe those are Josh's kids' <laughs> name, really enjoyed Josh's work <laughs> last night in that game. I thought he did a marvelous job. JD, you should be proud. Five star Friday. I'm tired of talking about the Tizens. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, okay. What are we doing here, TK? For someone new to the show, what's Five Star Friday? Five Star Friday, we read five five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts from the previous month. We believe that these five-star reviews help us climb the rankings. <laughs> We're pretty these sure do. that's these what's do. happening. These do. Yeah, these do. It's uh, it's nice to get a review. Uh, so get them in on Apple Podcasts. I don't even care which country you're in. I was even looking at the Canadians. Oh, you were bouncing around. Yeah, why not? Sure. Yeah, so like I said, friendship theme on Friendship Friday here. First uh, one comes from Z Choff. These are my friends. <laughs> Started listening to No Dunks during the NBA bubble in 2020 when my daughter was born. This show got me through two months in the NICU and has kept me smiling and up to date ever since. Now, I know there's a YouTube show. I never remember to put it on because I love to listen to the podcast while doing something else. Mm -hmm. The show is still excellent in podcast form. That's talent from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you, Z-Choff. That honestly means a lot. And I am not being sarcastic, and I know that came out very sarcastic. (laughs) (laughs) That means a lot because, you know, we are doing a live YouTube show, but we don't want to forget about those podcast listeners. And we try our best to paint the picture sometimes. Still a podcast, baby. Do we want you to come over, check it out on YouTube? Sure. But I love podcasts. I love doing other things while I'm listening to people talking about basketball, too. So thank you for that. Appreciate it. Isn't YouTube the third biggest podcast platform? Well, yes. That's what people 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 do. That's what they're saying. We're on them all. I think so. You never know. Yeah, what was the one? Are we the on guy Podbean still? Oh, we're still on Podbean. Okay, good. Pod Galaxy. What was? That? We had something <laughs> to play back. Stitcher. We had problems. Oh, Stitcher. We had, Stitcher, problems, we had problems. Stitcher. Oh, we put so much work into Stitcher. I you. know. There's one guy. Just for one guy. <laughs> Just stitching them all together. Yeah. <laughs> the Sounds only thing like... you're missing. Uh, what was the guy's name? Z. Z. Choff. I mean, a lot of a lot of Culver's chat, and a lot of Trey throat. Chat here. That's the only thing you're missing. And our face. Oh, in the chat. Yeah, in yeah. The in chat. the stream team. They were the very chat, chat. Culver's that was a big pop in the in this chat over here. <laughs> we must have a lot of Midwesterners yeah. watching the show. Our our man uh, Brent Ferrari. Vroom, From Vroom. Yep. Yeah. He ran one, I think. He <laughs> ran a Culver's? I think so. I didn't know true. this. I believe I think that you're is totally true. true. This this, these are the things you pick up at the Jeez. VIP oh, show. You're right. That's because you yeah, we, I, because you know everything about us, but we don't know don't a lot know about anything. you. That's right. Mm. That's right. 
So yep. you buy a VIP ticket, and then we'll 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 shout you out on the show. Hell yeah! Yeah, I'd love to learn about Culver's. I would love to. Yeah, I mean, he worked there and he was recommending it, so that's <laughs> that's good, right? It's a good businessman, I would say. Well, he's yeah, he's yeah. I don't think he owned it or anything, but I think he was just like, I work there and I I love it. So, anyways, all right. Shout out to Culver's. Tasty. Yeah, butter burgers and cheese curds. They're very good. Next. Um, Review comes from Blahoot. <laughs> Blahoot. Blahoot. <laughs> the basketball fanatic friends I wish I had. I hope they continue joking around and talking hoops and whatever else well into their old age. <laughs> well, we're already there. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Blahoot. Blahoot reminds me of, uh, I had an idea to create a cartoon a long time ago called uh, uh, Gift, Gift Horse and Blamo. <laughs> because I saw a little drawing in, uh, I think it was Sneaky D's. Remember the graffiti bathroom yeah, at the yeah, bottom yeah. of Sneaky D's? And I saw like a little, like it was a little horse and then some other little character. I can't really remember what it was, sort of like a nondescript character. Uh, and, and for whatever reason, Gift Horse and Blamo came up. And yeah. uh, I just thought it sounded cool. It would make for a good cartoon. You can take that if you want. <laughs> Go nuts. Somebody submit us, uh, <laughs> submit us like a storyboard for Gift Horse and Blamo. I remember Thony, our, our buddy Thony was yeah. like, he loved it too. And like, we were talking about like, all right, what's the story about? Like, we were like come do, doing drawing boards and shit. Do they say, don't look a gift horse in the mouth every episode? I think that's, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, waiting for it to happen? Yeah. Nice. I like that. So you were, you took a piss. You went back to the table over nachos. I think I took a photo of the graffiti because it like spoke wow. to me. I was like, I don't know. There's something about these little characters I like. And then you just pitched it. I oh, love it. it. That's how I – like, GD, I'm an ideas man. This is what I do. This is all I do. Come up with stupid ideas. <laughs> don't follow through on them. Except this one. The one title the one first. Thing. That's always our Yep, thing. that's right. Uh, yeah. Gift and Blamo is a great title. For a cartoon, sounds like a cartoon you may have worked on at once upon a time, GD. Absolutely. Yeah. Next review comes from Serena, who says, makes me smile. This podcast makes my boyfriend smile, which makes me smile. He listens to the pod on our weekend drives and is always laughing. I do like when they randomly talk about reality shows, (laughs) i.e. Vanderpump Rules. They provide basketball information that even I can easily follow along with. Highly recommended. That's from Serena in Toronto. Six, six. Great review. Great review. Can't wait to be in the home of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Wow. In just a few weeks. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, maybe we'll have to uh, reprise the best NBA moments from W or from Salt Lake City. Yeah, maybe like we that. were, uh, yeah. my wife and I, Nora, we were having like uh, almost like a contest, dare I say, trying to like uh, almost like Pokemon Go collect them all where we were trying to <laughs> see if find all the Atlanta housewives. Um, cause we were like run, like she would run into one or see around one, you know? here. Yeah. yeah. And I would run into one, whatever. And so it was a nice little battle we had going. <laughs> That's a pretty good idea. Actually, <laughs> I mean, I'm full of them today. Pokemon go reality housewives. That's not bad. There you go, Andy. That one's on the house too. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to, uh, chase down Chris Lee knows best, but they sent my guy to jail. So yeah. <laughs> see you when you get out, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> enough, enough with the fraud there, buddy. Go to jail. <laughs> didn't, didn't they both get, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Both Chris Lee's, uh, about the Salt Lake city too. Um, Nora had it on yesterday. I think it was one of the reunion shows at the end. I, I wasn't watching, but at the end I heard them go, go jazz. <laughs> Cause there were the whole blowies and tickets and all this thing going on. They literally started joking about go Utah jazz at the end. I love Andy it. Laughed. We got, we got to get Andy Cohen on no dunks Jersey. <laughs> 
just to wear during those we should we should try and reach out and get a real housewives in salt lake city to come to our live show (laughs) i bet they would (laughs) cause some drama (laughs) put in the brainstorms this guy's an idea he can't stop he cannot stop right now he can't stop it's pouring out of me you thought it was over when he said light up wood (laughs) what (laughs) nope that was just getting the ball rolling next podcast is from nikki hessling Thumbs up. I don't even like basketball, but I like this podcast. All right. Likes ideas, I think. That's Look at a- that. Uh, right before the new year hit, yep. he's like, I got to get this off in 2022. <laughs> Let me get this one in real quick here. Yeah. He or she, I should Much say. appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Final one. Jake Summers. Title is Pod Gods. Five stars. First heard about you guys on a recommendation from Paul Shear. Yes. On the How Did This Get Made podcast <laughs> about four years ago. I haven't missed an episode since. I recommend No Dunks to every basketball fan I know. And I listen to all the spinoff pods. Thanks for giving me a reason to wake up in the morning. Jake, thanks for your review. Paul Shear, thank you for recommending <laughs> us four years ago. I forgot about that. I wonder if he still listens. I know so. one of the things he really liked about the show was that it was just a quick 22-minute recap of the night before. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's maybe not listening as much as what well, Who saying. knows? Who knows? Maybe he likes it more now. Well, it was four years ago. Exactly. We were doing the starters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. The game's changed. <laughs> um, Clippers fan, Paul Shear. Paul Shear, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Huge. Great podcast. How did this get made? Though I was upset with their uh, rad episode a long time ago. Mm. I was slightly disappointed. Wish I was invited on mm. to talk about it. That... I thought they left a, a lot to still explore about the movie. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> otherwise I love it. I love the pod. I listened to it on a camping trip with our buddy Jared once. Out loud, camping, listening to you How Did This Get Made. Listen to a podcast together. Yeah, with his brother. And it was awesome. We, uh, just kicked back, throwing a cast. Yeah, we listened to one or two, just sitting around the fire, and just laughing away. I forgot what the movies were. It was good, though. <laughs> Highly recommend cool, that. Man. Cool, man. Podcast and fires. Yep. And they did. Oh, they did a whole bunch of Christmas movies? Nice. Cool. Nice, nice. Five Star Fridays, we love them. Get them in. you got a whole month. Get your new crop in. And uh, maybe there'll be a theme to the next month, too. I like the friendship theme. That was nice. (laughs) If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey, guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.
Okay, pick'em results last night. Pelicans, Mavs. Uh, wow. This got a little too close for comfort for some of us uh, that were backing the Mavericks because they were up by... What were they up? 30? In this game? Yeah. It was yeah, huge. They were up big Like, time. Luka left. Without Luka. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were, yeah, yeah. Luka got them that lead. Then he leaves. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I saw the score. I had the Mavs, so to Trey, and I was like, four and a half is the line. They got to win by five. And I was like, uh-oh, Luka's not playing. Watch this game get close. And holy crap, did it ever. And in the end, correct me if I'm wrong, they did just cover. Yeah, yeah, they covered by five. <laughs> After a 30-point lead, they hung on. And one by five. So they win. That's a win for uh, Trey and I. He is still on fire, this guy. Tass looking for his first W in February. Maybe tonight, Tass. What's the game? Sacramento at Indiana. The teams that traded stars last year, Halliburton and Sabonis. They've played once previously, that one in Sacramento, where they won by 23 at home. This one in Indiana. And they're getting three and a half points at home. So that's why I'm comfortable taking them. A little revenge for losing in Sacramento. They just have to lose by three or obviously win the game to cover. You guys have Sacramento. The two of you think that Sacramento will win by four or more. Just a quick correction. Trey has Sacramento. Oh, okay. And I am just backing him. Right. He is on fire. Uh, yeah. yeah, should be good. I mean, Pacers played last night, so there is that little back-to-back situation. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we'll see. Should be a good one. Tass has the Pacers. We got the Kings. Let's do Tweet of the Night. Mm. Tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. Yeah, a little full circle here with Tweet of the Night, sort of back to the All-Star Reserves. Uh, at ESPN underscore McMahon. Tim McMahon of ESPN tweeted, Jason Kidd commends. Not condemns. <laughs> it is commends <laughs> the Kings for sending West coaches wine and basketball cards to promote the all-star candidacy of Sabonis and Fox. So a little gamesmanship there from the Kings. Trying to get some votes there, Tass. We talked about this. There's a lot going on when it comes to these things. It got Sabonis in. Was he the wine? And was Fox the trading cards, the paninis? Like I don't cards. know. <laughs> like these are worthless. Uh, we're not voting for him, but uh, anyway, I thought it was a fun tweet yeah. just to bring up this idea of like trying to. I mean, that's basically trying to buy votes. <laughs> Didn't sort Chauncey of. Billups say something along the same lines where he's like, "Yeah, some teams are just bribing us. It's awesome." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is how we ensure that the head coaches actually do the voting in the All Star game. They're like, the only way you're getting our wine and our cards is if you put pen to paper i think it's smart smart (laughs) and i want to see the cards would you enjoy getting some wine and some trading cards in the mail (laughs) i would throw it out immediately both you can't buy me oh that's can't buy my vote respect nice i would pretend i would throw it out and obviously i'd consume it all (laughs) i imagine they are catered packages too they they know that chauncey billups likes x like like you know, oh, they, I hadn't they, thought about that. Yeah, you don't think they're sending wine and and they, cards to everybody? I don't think they're sending Jason Kidd a does, Chardonnay. Does, they're sending him a Pinot Grigio because that's what he likes. You know what I mean? <laughs> does he like basketball cards? Does Jason Kidd love ripping packs? <laughs> that's sort of funny. He's just a big kid. <laughs> he can't legally drink. I'm sure he'll, he'll. It's just a pack stacked of his own cards. <laughs> Yo, do you think they're sending him Jason Kidd Jason, cards? Yes. What, what card do you think he likes the most in the world? <laughs> Himself. 
Yeah, no, I'm not saying this about Jason Kidd. They yeah. probably sent Chauncey Billups the exact Bunch same Billups thing. Cards? Yeah. <laughs> Just keep the Kings in mind. Yeah. Enjoy they, these cards. They sent oh, Nick. Here's your rookie card. Nick Nurse played basketball at some level. They sent Nick Nerds, Nurse cards of him playing at that level. You know, they they did some work. They did some work. custom cards. Yeah, Nick no. Nurse played college. This is your college card, Nick Nurse. <laughs> did he? I didn't know that. He must have. <laughs> why, why did he must have? Really? College Nick card. Nurse. I'm checking. I, didn't yeah, know I feel, I feel like he does. College yeah, card. Sure. Vote for the Aaron Fox. <laughs> Nick Nurse. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played from 85 to 89 at the University of Northern Iowa. I knew as oh. Iowa. That's where he's from. Yep, 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 purple yep, and yep, gold. Yep. What's their team name? I forget. Mm. Oh, you can get it's it. an eagle? <laughs> hey, this. <laughs> gold? Is that a wildcat? <laughs> Close. Cougar? Close. Bearcat? Close. Jaguar? Close. Tiger? Uh, Puma, oh, you're still Puma? close. Puma? You're really close now. Panther. Bingo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Panthers. A lot of Panthers out there in northern Iowa. <laughs> Keep your head on a swivel. All right. Uh, let's wrap up. Oh, finally, get into the quickest segment of all. That's right. Uh, Paul Shear's favorite segment here. It only takes 20 minutes to do rapid-fire questions. Uh, Trey, you've got the cues. We've got the answers. Let's do it. A 22-year-old woman was recently busted for posing as a 13-year-old and playing in a JV basketball tournament. <laughs> Parents knew something was wrong when the woman celebrated the win by chugging a beer Stone Cold Steve Austin style. Hell yeah! <laughs> Good win. <laughs> Fellers, which game would you dominate against teenagers? Skeets. NHL 94 on <laughs> the Sega Genesis. That's the important part here. Three buttons, baby. That's all I need, and a D-pad, and I'm getting to work. Uh, I would, I would wax these kids, these teens at NHL '94 on the Sega. That was my, uh, that was my platform of choice. Great platform. They'd be very confused. Why is uh, yeah. my controller attached? To it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where are the top buttons? And where are the back <laughs> buttons? And none of that. I'm also going with a uh, video game. Mm-hmm. Slightly more recent, the N64, because I just recently downloaded this old N64 package for the Nintendo Switch that had Ooh, a bunch of old games nice. on it. I tried to get my uh, my daughter into those games because she's into the Nintendo Switch. But we played. She tried. She tried playing multiple games in this package. We got a Mario Party on there. We got some Yoshi Party. But every time she would look at it and start playing it, and the graphics are just so horrendous. And N64 <laughs> compared to now. And I, I thought, okay, we're not playing a Nintendo. We're not playing a Super Nintendo. We're playing an N64, a third gen. I thought it would be fine. But they're so bad. Even yeah, I. 64 yeah. bit, man. Oh, that sounds that like a lot of them. bits. That's a lot of bits. <laughs> a lot of bits. It's not 16 bits. It's not 32 bits. It's 64 bits. Anyways, I love the 007. I'll play that. That's my game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Great game. <laughs> so you would. Uh, who's you your main? Who's your main? Your, your odd job? Oh, oh, you can't take on Controversial. Yeah, that's a cheat. Yeah, I, I can go. Jaws. I can literally play with anybody. Give me a, a Boris that I don't like, <laughs> but I'll win with him just to spite everyone. <laughs> when, <laughs> when do you think the N64 came out? In America. Uh, in America. I'm going to say 98. 96. Yeah, 97. It's 96. Ow. September 96. Wow. Wow, that's a long that's time ago. That's a long ago. time ago, man. <laughs> <laughs> we were teens. Man. 
Wayne Gretzky hockey. That was one of the first games I had. Cool. Wasn't that what it was? Wayne Gretzky 3D hockey. All yeah. I know is Valerie Kamensky was money for the Colorado Athletes. Valerie Kamensky, number 13, <laughs> ripping it from the right oh, wing. Here we go. Oh, no. Wow. Can you wow. put hockey music in the middle of rapid fire music? <laughs> Sounds like a Skeets yeah. idea if I ever heard one. <laughs> Man, talk about bits. We're doing at least 64 in this one. JD, which game would you dominate against teenagers? Yeah, it's this one right here. Here it is. Risk, baby. Oh, Risk. <laughs> well, that is a cool-looking addition wow, of Risk. Man. 60th anniversary 60th of Dish. 60th anniversary of, of Risk. I, I recently played this with 13-year-olds. Yeah. What uh, you, what's you do? What's your strategy? I I Australia. Yeah, I, I you, take you over hunker Australia, down. hunker yeah, yeah. down, and yeah. then slowly make my way through <laughs> Asia. And, you know, Lincoln, oh, he's amazing at Risk. Um, but he's also, you know, 16. But 13-year-olds, they don't have the patience. Mm. They spread themselves way too thin. Yep. And you just play the old man game, uh, which is patience and fortify and slowly take over the world. So it's risk. How long did it take, your game? Oh, it's still gone. It's still gone. It's been months. Nah. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Oh. Uh, well, some people keep it set up. Oh, totally. yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, totally. We've had it set up for weeks before. Um, but that, this game lasts about six hours. Started in the afternoon and ended, you know, sort of There are, evening. like, fast versions, too, right? Yeah. Like little modified versions. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm, I play old school. Yeah. <laughs> you got to. Yeah, it's the whole point of the game. Yeah. Let's, let's throw down. We should throw it out a four-man risk. We should, just right? have, we should always have a risk game going. <laughs> that was our finals week activity in college. Yeah. All the time, just have the game out to play when it's like, oh, I don't have a final until Thursday, so I got six hours to throw down in Ukraine. <laughs> Great idea. Our friend Jason Concepcion was recently on Jeopardy mm-hmm. wearing double florals while presenting a category titled... <laughs> Jason Concepcion. That's amazing. He <laughs> used clues from his empire of pop culture commentary as jumping off points for the contestants. So, guys, what's a Jeopardy clue that would show up in a category about you, Skeets? All right, I'll take Skeets for 400, please. Uh, Ken. <laughs> Is it Ken Jennings? Is yeah, it? yeah, Ken. Okay. But uh, Miram as well. Oh, uh, they got the rotating uh, thing nah, still happening? Mayam, Mayam, Mayam. Anyway, uh, I think this would be an easy one. That's why I put it 400. Uh, for nearly all 3,000 episodes of his popular NBA podcast, Skeets has opened the show with this obnoxiously cheerful four-word phrase. Hmm, nice one. That's not bad, right? That's really good. I, no answers here. Leave them in the stream. Too. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, there you go. You already wrote it, one of these on Twitter. I did. I did. I, that was a Survivor Jason Concepcion oh, sort of. Oh uh, wow! You got the category twist. going. Yeah, man. You're almost done. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> What's a Tasmelis Jeopardy clue? Oh, mine's pretty generic. Uh, this Greek Canadian worked at the 04 Olympics, creating basketball highlight packages, but also as a runner who utilized his language skills for the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Mm. Since he has become an American citizen. Who is T Bones? <laughs> you think they'll allow that? Yeah. You kind of have to look off screen. Uh, ding, ding. Okay. Yeah, let's count it. Yep. We're good. JD. Uh, yeah, mine is. Um, so the category is Jason Doyle. Yeah. 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 Yes, okay. Yes, okay. Yes, so yes. here, here yeah. is the question. Four. I think four four hundred as well. <laughs> okay. In the early nineties, he spent two years on this northernmost Greek island, opposite the Albanian frontier. <laughs> This is good. That is good. Very good. All right. So they're out there. Everybody get your answers in in the stream team, or if you're listening later, tweet at us, at NoDunksInc. Final rapid-fire question. NoDunks fan at Ricky Borba 
sent us a picture of a poll from a recent Jazz Raptors game where the broadcast asked fans to vote for their favorite Canadian. Got some big <laughs> names to choose from. Okay. Gretzky, Drake, Bieber, Dion. Marcel? <laughs> Nobody calls Celine Dion by her last name, huh? <laughs> Anyways, when I saw the poll, the great one was in the lead, but I think it finished up with Celine Dion taking home the dub. Oh, wow. Now, these are obviously uh, very notable Canadian names. Everybody knows these yeah, Canadians, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. They should have spelled favorite with a U. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been uh, the way to do it. Um, but the question I have for you... Also notable, notable Canadians. Who's your favorite deep cut Canadian? <laughs> Don't say Michael J. Fox. Right, right. Okay. Um, Don't say it. I won't. <laughs> I think I might. I think I didn't put this together until right this second. But my answer is probably inspired subconsciously by the tweeter that you said his name was Ricky. Because mm-hmm. I'm going with the Trailer Park Boys. Ah. Ricky, Julian, and Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my deep cut Canadians. <laughs> if you've never watched the Trailer Park Boys, it's weird, but it's a lot of fun. A little can- uh, Canadian mockumentary sort of sitcom series. It ran for 12 seasons. Really? <laughs> 12 That's seasons. And I think there's movies and uh, yeah. But uh, Ricky, Julian, and Bubbles in no particular order. I love them all. Those are my deep cut Canucks. Oh, that's a, that's a nice way to say it. Changing it. Tass, who is deep your cut. favorite deep cut Canuck? <laughs> deep cut Canuck. Uh, mine is Russell Oliver. He oh, owns, wow. owns a, uh, a chain of jewelry stores, and he's he's just a, a genuine weirdo who makes great commercials. I think we have it, JD. Oh, yes. Hello. I'm Russell Oliver, and I buy your used jewelry. <laughs> if you have gold rings, gold earrings, I'll give you cash. If you have diamonds, bring them to, to me. The- I'll give you cash. I love gold. Bring me your old gold, and I'll give you cash. Because... I'm your cash man. I'll give you money for your gold, oh yeah. Yes, I'm the cash man. I'll give you money for your gold. Way to go, Russell Oliver. Yeah. You know, he's not as deep a cut as I thought because I sent that to JD and he said, Damn it, you stole my guy. (laughs) What? I had Russell uh, Oliver as well. Um, Well, I actually had him as my my, uh, Jeopardy question because that that video, that specific commercial, I mean, he has hundreds. Yeah. That one was, we actually took that as our template for the Shaq video and that was going to be my <laughs> right the, 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 the wedgie the wedgie yeah, Shaq. yeah. Yes. so um, but yeah stole stole it and then I thought oh maybe I'll make him my Canadian as well <laughs> but uh, you know Tess sent it to me I'm your so. cash man that's funny you say that so he he's stolen a few things he said that I read an article about him last night he said this oh yeah is Kramer's yeah from Seinfeld because <laughs> <Really? laughs> Seinfeld said <laughs> Yeah, once. Or he said it a lot, I guess. I mean, she's crazy. Yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. I guess. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Um, uh, <laughs> he also was sued by our former employer's Time Warner because he wore Superman a Superman costume mm. in one of his commercials. Oh. He pretended to be Superman. <laughs> can't, spitting can't image. Take, can't take Superman. That was one of his firsts. Anyways, he's killing it. He's still opening stores. Is he now. really? Holy I think James Gunn should cast him as the next Superman. <laughs> well, what about a villain? Just Cashman. Cashman. 
know, he's just got lots of money and gold <laughs> and jewelry <laughs> and ladies dancing with him. Man, that guy was a weirdo. But memorable commercials, holy crap. Once that, those were, they'd get stuck in your head for weeks. Yeah, I'll be singing that one for a while. Yeah, for sure. Uh, mine is um, Mark Daly. Remember Mark Daly? <laughs> Newscaster? Newscaster, voiceover man. Basically the face and voice, more the voice of the, city the TV. The voice, for sure. Uh, and I have a little montage of some of his works. So. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is going to take you back. All right. Mark Daly, the City Pulse. The young lad was able to tell police that he came to the Queen Street Mental Health Center here at Queen and Ossington to know that the motive had something yeah. to do with the dispute with one of the tenants of this building. The no, 19-year-old victim got on the oh! bus here at Markham and Brimmore, just south of Ellesmere. There's quite a bit of blood at the scene, and they've admitted there is a man believed to be middle-aged with serious head injuries. There's been some evidence that this could have been some kind of tragic drug misadventure. <laughs> this woman was well-known to police in the area. Stay with City TV as we take you away from all this regular Graphics. programming stuff yeah, to show cool. you what television really can be. Oh, I'm sorry, I was reading the wrong copy. Late great movies are next. <laughs> City Pulse, tonight. Bad jokes. Good uh, uh, evening, two breaking yeah. stories in the past half hour. One from entertainment, one from sports. Joe Carter's back as a Blue Jay, and British author Salman Rushdie has popped up at a downtown theater. You're about to enter the vast world of late great movies. Big deal, right? Tonight we're repeating a movie we had about a month ago because we feel like it, and I like it. <laughs> That's public property there, son, from Doug and Dundas. This is City TV everywhere. He literally did the voice like he did all the stings. Oh, he did it everything. Took me back, man. Right? He's the best. Anyway, Mark Daly. R.I.P. He died in uh, 2010. Oh, really? Yeah, I have cancer. You don't like... Lived a good life, though. That guy, he should have been uh, one of the Dateline correspondence with a voice like that. Oh, yeah. Totally. He's set, I mean, uh, Keith Morrison, who's also Canadian, I think. Well, Date, right? Yeah, I, I don't know, actually. The old-ass Dateline guy yeah, you know, yeah. with that, the crazy voice in all those interviews? Yeah, that's yeah. what he sort of reminds me of. Here's the bit. crazy thing about Mark Daly, as my favorite deep-cut Canadian, not born a Canadian. He was born in Ohio, but he, he became a Canadian citizen. Oh, thank God. But, uh, wow. It's like one of my favorite deep-cut Canadians, Joel McMillan. <laughs> that is a deep cut. That's a very deep cut. That's a less deep cut. He has appeared, he has appeared on Nuggets Productions. Yeah. 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 That's, that's fair. Uh, that, that took me back, man, watching right? that. Holy. It's like the voice of our childhood. I know. Mark and just like those little, those fun interstitials, yeah. like between commercials or like coming back or whatever. City TV, they were everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> just like us. Well, we're everywhere, well, I guess. Everywhere. We're on YouTube. We're all over the world, yeah. Hit a million likes on TikTok. Pod we're on Instagram. Bean. We're on Podbean. We're on, we may or may not be on Stitcher. Yeah. It's hard to tell. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> that's it, though. That's a Drop Podcast. That was Rapid Fire Fun. That's for you, Paul Shear. Thank you so much for uh, joining us live. We really appreciate it. Uh, nice to see those uh, those likes just skyrocket, skyrocketed when I asked. Huh. Went from 100 to th- nearly 400 in the blink of an eye. People just got to be reminded. Yeah. Just asked. Or told sternly. Um, but thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll be back on Monday. It's a big week next week. Yeah. It's trade deadline week. We're going to have some trades. Possibly starting this weekend. So. Hell, we might have an emergency podcast at some point this weekend. we got to be ready. Everybody be ready. Get on your game. Okay. Um, but yeah, we'll be here on Monday at the very least. 10 a.m. Eastern from the Classic Factory with your winners and losers of the NBA weekend. we got our guy Jerome flying down from Toronto to be here in the in the factory 
for most of uh, the trade deadline week so we can pump out the content. So hopefully it should be a fun, very busy week next week. And then the following week, obviously, we've got All-Star Weekend. Man, great time to be an NBA fan. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. We love you all. Flipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, leave your DCC, your deep cut Canuck, uh, down in the uh, comments below. Hit it up. Somebody said that today's special did air in America. Did you see that on Twitter? I did not. I was happy to know that. Wow, what a coup for Clive Vandenberg. <laughs> That's a deep cut. That. <laughs> Deepest. <laughs> Embrace the day, people. Embrace the weekend. <laughs>